0: Hello and welcome to another week of Filmhouse. How are you doing,
1: Elise? I'm good. Pretty excited about movies this week.
0: Me too. It feels good to be excited about just film and hope and all these things that are encompassed in things like the Dune trailer mm-hmm. that came out right before we filmed this episode and you and I, we have not been able to stop talking about it because we just watched it. And I don't know. I I'm always kind of curious what your history is with Dune. It's that's the question I ask everyone when I meet them for the first time typically.
1: I think I'm about to have some serious fucking history with Doom. Dune. <laughs> I said Doom. I also like Doom, but uh, with Dune, cuz this yeah. trailer is so good. I'm so into it. My history mm-hmm. is watching the David Lynch movie. That's that's my my Dune background and then reading yeah. trying to read a ton of Wikipedia entries and understand what the hell's going on and also appreciating how South Park mocks the spice melange
0: uh <laughs> do they mock it or are they just reference, they reference
1: it? it i guess what's yeah. your history
0: It it is a uh it's very identical to you uh i've always had a uh a relationship with dune that was from a distance actually uh recently rewatched the movie i had seen it before uh, jess had not and jess was very confused the whole time i had to keep apologizing to her saying it's a weird movie it's really weird um and I think I walked away even more confused, but we, we watched it because we were excited for this new movie to come out because I always butcher his name, Denis Villeneuve. <laughs> the, the the auteur, one of my... I has to be one of my all-time favorite directors, even though I feel like he's only been making movies for a short span of time, but uh, he is so good, he's so good at making some of my favorite I moves. think it's yeah. justified
1: to be confused by the 84 movie because it's a two-layered confusion. It's one that it's taking this you know, high sci-fi that's already a really weird and built-out world and trying to adapt it. And then it's David Lynch. So I'm really hopeful that yeah. Denis will will present it in a digestible way that still feels like it's, you know, proper sci-fi.
0: Mm-hmm. He He's such a nerd when it comes to this stuff. And, and But I think at the same time, he has introspection and he, he has a way of like he he knew Blade Runner was a niche movie and he knew he knew how to make a sequel to it and make it his own movie make it stand on its own but then still pay you know pay respect to the source material and build upon it and I think Dune is going to be his this is his Moby Dick right yeah. this is his th- th- this they is said you his could, run yeah. that he must conquer they said,
1: you, they said it couldn't be done no one could properly adapt Dune and he's about to Dune it hmm. <laughs> <laughs> that
0: that's what it says in the poster are you ready for denny to dune it and my i I, there are still underlying issues i have with the movie but it also comes from the source material so you have to pay respect to it one of which is the main character's name is paul Paul.
1: Uh, yeah abby abby russell from giant bomb has an amazing old tweet which is my favorite thing about dune is that it's a high science fantasy novel where the hero's name is paul (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> when, when you when you watch the original movie, they I I don't think they 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 almost pay too much attention to it. It's like the, welcome to Arrakis, spice melange, the the world of Dune. Here's
1: Paul. Yeah, everything else has some <laughs> like, crazy moniker, some some uh-huh. like I can't even pronounce how I was reading you a paragraph earlier, which where let me see, which was <laughs> Stilgar, the Naib Chief of C H Tabur one of the Freeman tribes. Mm-hmm. And then we, but then it's like that there's that. And then there's Paul.
0: Yeah. Friend of Peter Smith. Yeah. And, like, oh. <laughs> and I, I get, I get the uh, biblical references and there, obviously those are things that are in there. And my hope is they call him like Paul of Atreides or something yeah. like that, or Paul Duke. And then they just give him a nickname throughout the rest of the movie. And they, they don't call him pa- <laughs> Paul throughout the whole movie. <laughs> Um, just so it fits more thematically, but if I, don't, I I I think everything just looking at it from a visual and just even the narrative they showed in the trailers, like it looks like they just hit the yeah. On well, like the head. what did this trailer and do for
1: you that got you jazzed up? It,
0: um, I know nothing about Timothy Chalamet, uh, and I'm excited, and I I wanted it to keep it that way because this is gonna be the first thing I've ever seen him in, and I I wanted a relatively nobody to play this character because. I've only known it as this other actor and I, I want to just imagine he is going to be Paul. He almost looks like an anime character yeah. In his, his weird facial features and all his, his makeup and all the like the visual design of it. It just, it, I, I was, I was just sort of like, I knew where everything was coming from. If that makes sense. Cause I knew where it was in reference to the original movie and the whole time just thinking this looks so much better and feels so much yes. better and it. Yeah. Uh, I can't wait for David Lynch to see it. That's all.
1: He's going to hate it. I also was not turned off by the Chalamet. I've only seen him in Little Women, but I think he's, you know, he's Mm -hmm. kind of this big Gen Y actor. If you're if you're under 25, you definitely know who he is and you're into him. I was also blown away by just the cast beyond him. I really didn't know that there were this many interesting actors in this. Rebecca Ferguson from Mission Impossible Fallout is fantastic. I, I really, really yeah. like her a lot. And she's playing like the Duke's concubine who, who is the father or the mother of Paul. And I, I, I did this thing where I, I saw all these characters in the trailer and then I was like, I have no idea. I've seen the, the Lynch one. I have no idea beyond Paul who any of these people are supposed to be. And so mm-hmm. Empire had a really, really great breakdown of all the characters. And I guess she is the mother of Paul and it was supposed to have a child to as part of this breeding program, but she defied orders and, and had a son, which I didn't even know that women oh. could choose what we're sh- what we're spitting oh. out. But uh, I guess she did it. it.
0: I I've I've I I am tempted to read the books and everyone has, you know everyone recommends it. It's like one of the greatest books of all time. It's so deep. They spent so much time on just. The world building it is like oh it is a, a crash course in world just building. like some
1: little details that we were talking about before the show were like javier bardem his character i was reading that his mask is a thing that he wears because it pulls his body's moisture and purifies it so he can drink it like that's that's wacky sci-fi that i love and then also the the character in the trailer that has the diamond on his forehead um mm-hmm. he's a, a doctor and he's undergone conditioning which is what the diamond represents, and uh, so it's it's hmm. impossible for him to harm someone else. Which is like taking the Hippocratic Oath to the next level of like we're 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 really yeah, gonna yeah. like change your DNA, so you as a, a yeah. doctor cannot. But it like, it's it's so. Oh, did you see those dragonfly ships where the ships with the wings? Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, yeah. I want to talk about those oh, yeah. because they they're so silly. They're so silly. In the David Lynch movie. And they look cool in this yeah. one. Yeah, <laughs> like <laughs> he did it. It, it. It's some, yeah. It's somehow, I, I, yeah. I don't know. They, it, there, there's so many things that I recognize from the David Lynch version that are in this trailer, that like the nose plugs and the the skin suits and all these things that like all looked kind of kind of silly. And David, and I, it's maybe because David Lynch didn't. I think it's presentation really care enough about the source material. I,
1: I think it's like presentation yeah. too, because you compare this to something like Battlefield Earth which like everything looks ridiculous <laughs> but then it's in this it's you know it's that silly dragonfly helicopter but the way it's silhouetted and just the world around it makes I, it look less silly if that makes sense
0: I'm curious how they're going to do the scream guns
1: I don't remember that like I remember that
0: being a thing they they have to yell and the louder they yell the, the the faster it shoots I had a friend tell me about that in high school and I was like what the hell are you on and then like I'm I'm almost positive when um the the author was uh Hubert I forget his uh, name. Oh Frank um, Herbert
1: he I don't know if it's Herbert or Herbert. Herbert. Herber.
0: Herber. Uh, Herber, uh, when Frank Herbert was <laughs> writing this, it's it's almost like every time he was laughing to himself, going, Good luck. <laughs> yeah,
1: they're like, not gonna fucking believe this.
0: No. Um. I also I, I I highly recommend watching the documentary Jordan's oh Doom. it's so good too. Um, it's really good. And that 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 part's great because at one point he, the the supposed director admits he had never read the book. He was just in love with the idea of Dune, and he had like people sort of explain it to him. And he had a a pretty good reason for not wanting to read it and keep it pure. But I think it's because he's insane. Um, yeah, and you watch that documentary,
1: I, and then you immediately want to go and like get every like Mobius art <laughs> that you can get your hands yeah. on in graphic novel. Um, so yeah, good. that
0: and uh, Geiger and all it just. It it is crazy because Dune has had such a influence on everything. I think we should talk more about it in a, a future episode when we're getting closer to uh, the actual release oh. of the movie. But it, it it has it has such an impact on the movie industry and yeah, art and everything else that it's cool to see it get like the proper adaption treatment. One thing, if so. we could
1: talk about before we move on, I is the worms. Yeah. I feel like we you can't talk about Dune without talking about the worm. <laughs>
0: People were surprised by the worms. They didn't think they were going to show, it, but they showed yeah, it. Yeah, and I would have saved it, that. There it is. I would have been. Yeah, you you think you would save the worm, but
1: uh, it, it, that was, I don't. Know, I mean, you, it, it makes me even more excited. It gives away. It.
0: Yeah, I I didn't think I was going to have worm fever, but it's uh, you're going to see it. Uh, Denny dunes it again. <laughs> just dune it. You'll it, swoosh. <laughs> he's just he's just doing it. Um, swinging a hit. From I, I hope I'm not getting my hopes too much, too high, because in Denny I trust it, and he's yeah take he's taken so much time with this longer than he has with any other movie. It was just such
1: a confident and, trailer, which instills confidence in me. The <laughs> way that they pivoted with the music choices and chose like music choices I wouldn't even expect it in it. It it definitely had a confident air and it instilled confidence in me.
0: Yes. It's it's choice. It is mm-hmm. choice. So well, I, I think we've we've talked enough about it. Um, we're gonna we're gonna move on. We're gonna talk about some news, but real quick, a word from our sponsor. Do you have a moose near the caboose that needs to be tamed? I'm talking hairy, big, and needs some support. Thankfully, our sponsor today, Manscaped, has you covered to keep that hair looking nice and trimmed and feeling. Fully supported. Manscaped offers precision engineer tools for your family jewels. Taking care of your lower beard, in my opinion, is more important than ever. No one likes to traverse the forest brush on a hot and sweaty day, so why not take care of yourself? The Manscaped engineering team has perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created the Lawnmower 3.0. The premium Lawnmower 3.0 is waterproof, includes an LED light, and is made with advanced skin safe technology, which reduces nicks and cuts on your delicates. You can get this trimmer inside their Perfect Package 3.0, which also includes the Manscaped Crop Preserver, ball deodorant, and the Crop Reviver ball toning spray. Plus, for a limited time, when you order the Perfect Package kit, you get two free gifts, the Shed Travel Bag and the Manscaped Anti-Chafing Boxer Briefs. So what are you waiting for? Get 20% off and free shipping with our code filmhouse20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com using our code filmhouse 20 from the moose to the caboose always use the right tools for the job thank you manscaped and we're back bad news elise i i brought you here because i think you and i are probably the biggest venture brother fans in the office and we've talked about it and i think it, it speaks to our sensibilities and sort of the silly sort of things that we like and bad news adult swim has canceled The show after only seven short seasons that spanned (laughs) nearly two
1: decades.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This comes from a tweet. Uh, This is from uh, one of the... uh, From the co-creator, Jackson Public, who said, Unfortunately, it's true. Venture Brothers has been canceled. We got the highly disappointing news a few months ago while we were writing what would have been season eight. We thank you, our amazing fans, for 17 years of your kind and patient attention. And as always, we love you. Um, So that was... um, that that one hurt. That 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 sucked to see that news. Um, it's strange though because Adult's. It this sounds like this was a decision made above everyone else. There is a new uh, new head of uh, Adult Swim who took over for Laszlo recently, uh, over for Mike Laszlo. And uh, this seems to be they 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 said uh, in a statement. This is from Adult Swim saying we also want more Venture Brothers and have been working with Jackson and Doc Hammer to find another way to continue the Venture Brothers story. So there's hope that it might go to HBO or Hulu or something. But um, it it hurt. I never thought this day would come. I thought this 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 show would exist forever. Uh, for some yeah, it,
1: I think just because it felt like they were just doing it as long as they wanted to do it and they had the privilege, and so mm-hmm. it would just kind of be this runway of you know whenever they felt comfortable ending it that's how it would end it would never be a forced closure
0: yeah it 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 hurts because i i know i i've never asked you this before but did you did you come into venture brothers when it was already running or were you one of the few people who who caught that weird pilot when it came out in like 2003
1: no because um It was just tough for me to watch certain stuff in Canada. So like Adult Swim was always one of those things where like I would see all this stuff was airing on it, but I didn't have access to the, like you couldn't watch stuff in Canada uh, on it. And I don't know if I even had like the cable channels that would have granted me the ability to watch. I I can't remember. But yeah, I know it was the kind of thing where I watched it like years later and just couldn't believe a show like it existed, a show that was so just... Quick and dense, and didn't hold the audience's hand, and in terms yeah. of the, just the mileage it covered, it's it's crazy. Like it's it's weird because I I think often about going back and starting and rewatching it from the beginning, but then it just feels like it's it's a completely different show from when it started. Oh yeah,
0: it, watching the evolution, um, I remember so much of early Adult Swim to me felt like a fever dream. Like I I had to. Make sure I didn't just dream something. And half the time, yeah. <laughs> you know, you did because <laughs> it, it always aired late. But I, I remember this pilot came on for the show and it, it hit all the right marks for me where I was like, this, this is a, it's spoofing Johnny Quest. The humor's on the nose. It's rewatchable. It's so good. And then I want to say one, maybe two years later, they finally, it finally became a show and it felt different to me, but it, at the same time it felt better it, it like it evolved from itself almost immediately like it they had a weird uh brock and dr venture um back and forth where it, it was almost like a dr venture had a uh like an infatuation with brock in sort of a homosexual way and i think they they knew that was almost too easy or that was like a lazy joke yeah. and they pulled away from that because that was always the joke with the venture or with um johnny quest with race bannon and uh dr quest and i think they they ended up going back to the drawing board literally and making it working it, and making a better show and making dr venture a a better more tortured character and figuring out his daddy issues and all and building out this this world of Johnny quest lookalikes. Yeah. The, the show
1: that to me is like most comparable to it is arrested development just in, in terms of like how it builds up the cast of characters and where they take them. Um, Mm -hmm. I like Pete and Billy, you know, the, the wonder boy, uh, they're like, like, it could, it could like the, the thing about this show is it could just be a show where you have, you know, a handful of really strong characters, but they're also strong. Like Sergeant hatred, um, is a character that's like they go through so many different iterations of that character and take it so many weird places uh,
0: they even change voice actors they went from Brennan and to Christopher McCullough also known as Jackson Public mm-hmm. just taking over and doing it and not that noticeable yeah honestly it's like <laughs> it worked stuff out like Orpheus um,
1: T- taking villains and having fun with villains is, is the best part mm-hmm. Dr. Mrs. Monarch <laughs> you know and
0: like <laughs> it, it it is it is one of the deepest shows i mean besides it just being a cartoon its own lore that it builds upon and keeps you invested in how how much it respects itself and how much it actually grows and builds and i i feel like south park has been trying to do that for the last few years but Venture Brothers always made it feel so effortless and and I'm going to miss it. I know.
1: And part of it too, is I think that you are always confused watching Venture Brothers. and Maybe I'm just not smart. I'm not (laughs) smart enough for this show is maybe how Mm -hmm. I feel sometimes. Um, Because it definitely doesn't hold your hand and it doesn't.
0: I remember, I remember being confused on the episode where uh, I think it was Hank is uh, sleepwalking and he's basically doing all the doors lyrics (laughs) and I, I didn't catch that. And then Jess pointed it out to me. I was like, this show is so much smarter and ingrained in pop culture yeah. than I'll ever it's, be. And it's moving at I mean, the last, the last, the last shot of the show references dark man. <laughs>
1: it's, it's the kind of thing where like, I uh, feel like when you're writing a lot of the time you're thinking, Oh, is this going to be something that people get? I don't think this show cares when, the, when it's making a joke no. or a reference, if it's something that people are going to get and, and you have to respect and appreciate that. Um, Yeah, I man. Yeah. And I I saw that at least like Jackson Public and Doc Hammer, the two creators said that they are still intending like whatever happens, they're going to keep working together.
0: So good. They're 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 fantastic together. And yeah, I've I've seen a few of their panels uh, during Comic Cons and stuff, and they they have inspired me in ways where I'm like, I want to I want to work like Mm -hmm. that. And they they feel so pure in the way that they they act and work and yeah I'm um, like I said this is this is gonna I, I don't know if enough people watch it and it always has been a joke that it is one of the least viewed shows on Adult Swim and it takes forever to make but yeah I thought that's what made it special well, and
1: it becomes it yeah. becomes hard to view because there's so much time that tends to pass between seasons so then even you the viewer mm-hmm. like Wait a second, what was happening? like what happened two years ago on the Venture <laughs> Brothers, which was already a really dense and sometimes you know not the easiest to follow watch. Um, but yeah, now I'm prob- probably going to go back and just like watch the whole thing in mourning.
0: Yeah, I, it, it's always been there, and I hope I hope people check it out and I hope it, it does get some some sort of life uh some some afterlife some somewhere go somewhere and it still maintains the same quality i i was hoping that i would be retiring and venture brothers season 12 would be airing yeah you know, one day but um so some sad news we there still but i'm gonna hope. move on to
1: we still hope i'm
0: i, I want to yeah do a kickstarter Well, netflix it, but
1: just <laughs> we're, sell it to netflix we're
0: we're gonna We're going to move on to some more positive news, but first, a quick word from our sponsor. During these economically turbulent times, everyone is looking for a way to feel more financially secure. So if you're still needlessly throwing money away every month at high interest credit card debt, it is time you checked out Upstart, the revolutionary online lending platform that knows you're more than just a credit score. Now is the time to find out how low your Upstart rate can be to help pay off high interest credit card debt. Unlike other lenders, Upstart can reward you based on your education and job history in the form of a smarter rate, and you don't need a degree or diploma to apply. Upstart lets you skip going to the bank because it's completely online. They offer loans from $1,000 to $50,000 so you can consolidate your debt into one easy fixed rate payment. Upstart makes it fast and simple to check your rate since it's just a soft pull, it won't affect your credit score. The hard pull happens if you accept the rate and proceed with your application. The best part? If the loan is approved and accepted, most people get their funds the very next business day. So, see why Upstart has a 4.9 out of 5 rating on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com filmhouse to find out how low your Upstart rate can be. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes. That's upstart.com slash filmhouse. Your loan amount will be determined based on your credit income and certain other information provided in your loan application. Not all applicants will qualify for the full amount. Thank you. Upstart. <laughs> Where's my baby? <laughs> I need to find my baby. Can you hear us? Do you sort of. <laughs> <laughs> you don't, you don't well, have to wear that stuck in my head <laughs> the whole time. <laughs> and we're back i promise you some good news the mandalorian season two is going to be coming out on friday 30th uh sorry friday october 30th 2020 e that's it (laughs) no extra numbers that's it and i've brought our baby boy jacob here star wars expert number one to to help catch us up because there's a lot going on in this season and i i don't know least, if if you you saw Moff Gideon's dark and went, "Oh yeah, that thing from Star Wars Rebels." <laughs> yeah, and
1: I said And Clone Wars. You know, uh, how that got to Moff Gideon I w- didn't know, but I'm I can't wait to f- <laughs> I don't I don't fucking know. I like I really really enjoyed Mandalorian, but any specific mm-hmm. references is, is over my head so I can't wait for Jacob to get into the nitty-gritty.
2: Yeah, I mean, it,
0: it- it, it was praised the show was praised for being its own thing but apparently jacob it is more ingrained in the star wars universe the verse, than we ever knew yeah
2: yeah like weirdly enough that dark saber was first used on screen by a character voiced by john favreau no really so it's <laughs> yeah oh so it's probably his yes. idea. It's probably in his brain the whole time. Like, I want to bring that lightsaber back that I had that one time. What, what
0: is, what is the significance of the dark saber other than it looked really cool?
2: I mean, yeah, I guess underneath that, that coolness layer, it was like a lightsaber that was stolen by Jedi from man like Mandalorian stole it from Jedi a long time ago. It's just been a thing that's been going between Mandalorians ever since, but now it's in the hands of some, some, some dude, some dude is not those.
0: Just a moth.
2: Yeah, a just moth. A moth. moth. Uh,
0: yeah. Yes, I like what, just saying what is moth. The sig- what is the significance of it though? Other than is it's just a cherished item? This is like the the sword of Gryffindor. Yeah, like, essentially. I, I mean, I guess that actually that actually does something though.
2: Yeah, it was uh, no no no. I think I mentioned this last time we talked about the Mandalorian. It was like, uh, it used to belong to somebody who is a Mandalorian and a Jedi. I think you haven't. In your doc here. Yeah. Tare Vizla. Ooh, say that with me, everybody. Tare (laughs) Vizla.
0: Tare Tare (laughs) Vizla. Okay.
2: Ellie Pair hurts the first time.
0: Well, it it seems like it's going to be a a MacGuffin in this upcoming season. And it is, it is, it was no accident that they they showed it at the very end. Um, The next thing, uh, this one, I feel like everyone knows about this and has been announced. And this is, I don't think you need any real prior star wars knowledge knows but boba fett is alive boba fett is coming back he survived that sarlacc pit he did it in the extended universe that they threw into a dumpster (laughs) when disney disney bought it but that is like one of the few things that is carried over and is going to be played by the uh, original actor who played jango fett
2: Mm -hmm. and aquaman's dad don't forget yeah Yeah. i
0: think that was that was the primary point of his casting right they said you were aquaman's dad let's like, reintroduce you to fett. the
2: world to Moira morrison yeah <laughs> um i was uh, kind of surprised you, guys, but also not surprised by this one in, how do you feel about that because
0: because they have tried to bring boba fett back in so many different ways they tried giving him a video game it was originally announced that boba fett was going to have his own show and they're finally bringing him back do you think he's or was it, it was a movie gonna they're going to make a oh, Boba movie. Fett movie mm-hmm.
2: and then yeah, that that's right. went away and then it I, Seems like that kind of became Mandalorian almost, but like without Boba Fett. Yeah. Now he's getting his chance.
1: Could you have made this think- show with not without including a Fett in it? Hmm. Like I feel I like one way or the- another, Disney was going to find a way to be like, we need to have someone in the Fett lineage. <laughs> yeah.
0: It, is isn't it part of it too? Jacob, help me help me understand this. The Fets are not Mandalorians. Yeah. They just wear their armor. Yeah, Jango right? Fett
2: was like some, I don't know, they just called him like a fraud or whatever. And Boba Fett is just a clone of Django. So he can't be, I guess they're just considered not Mandalorians. They just have that armor from them.
1: But you can Um, do that. You can wear the armor and it's not considered dishonorable to do.
2: Um, I guess if they don't consider themselves Mandalorians, then it's just, it's just clothes you're putting on Mm -hmm. to look snazzy. Um, but, yeah, I think the show could have would have been fine without Boba Fett. I mean, if they do something interesting with him, then like that's cool, too. Um, yeah. It makes me wonder, like, I don't know if you guys remember from the first season. There's, like, the Tatooine episode, the David Filoni directed one. And, like, at the end of that, like, a mysterious figure comes walking up to look at the dead body of the uh, female antagonist in that episode. Mm-hmm. And, like, they never really... They didn't really amount to anything, so I wonder if that was supposed to be Boba Fett.
0: Well, you hear the spurs, yeah, right? spurs. That was the spurs. Point,
2: and then everybody right. googled. Does Which Boba is- Fett have spurs? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I've said it before. Boba Fett's a stupid character, <laughs> and I I loved him as a kid. And the older I got, I realized he doesn't really do much. And it's it's that the time the test time time honored tradition of less is more and yeah. he ultimately was killed by a blind guy but he survived so <laughs> he screamed
2: uh, a lot as he died
0: <laughs> yeah i i i think the mandalorian character is infinitely cooler than boba fett has ever been and yeah. i kind of hope they address that in the show that he's kind of a joke yeah like, I, I don't know if they'll do that
2: it's like um I think was it? I think it was confirmed in that Entertainment Weekly article like, that it's another eight episode season, which is not a lot, right? Um, so yeah. I could see like Boba Fett being a thing for like maybe two episodes at most, maybe.
0: <laughs> it's it's Boba Fett needing a place to stay, <laughs> yeah. Because he, he can't keep a job. Yeah, he's a failure at everything in life, and it. And then yeah, maybe, Mando uh, just realizes he's not. He's not. Maybe good. he'll get yeah. stripped
1: of that Mandalorian armor.
2: Maybe.
0: He he learns from the error yeah. error of his father's ways and stuff yeah, living Mandalorian.
2: In melts it down, makes a little suit of armor for Baby Yoda. <laughs> yeah. you know, Boba uh, Fett's armor, the greatest legacy.
0: Well, with only eight episodes, Jacob, how are they gonna introduce us to the fan favorite character, Asuka? Ahsoka? Ahsoka. Ahsoka. Ahsoka Tano who is uh, going to be this is um anakin skywalker's padawan what
1: yeah From, i know ha- didn't he kill all the
2: younglings but what yeah what happens, all the young except his young lady she ran away she left the jedi order before all that mm. and they needed to figure out a way to get her out of the way because anakin kills all those <laughs> shit, all those kids yeah i um, she
0: is i know she is a a favorite uh just sort of once again i've not watched any of clone wars which mm-hmm. i heard is very good mm-hmm. haven't watched any rebels which i heard is okay yeah and but constantly people come back and say osaka is uh osaka am i saying that right asoka <laughs> A-
2: ah- asoka asoka
0: oh so uh, either way it's, i know she's voiced by Ros- rosario dawson and is going mm-hmm. to be played by her in the live which is yeah. well, she was voiced
2: by cool. um ashley ekstein
0: Oh my bad. Yeah. Uh, oh no no, the, I'm getting it mixed up with um, the other the uh, Katie Sackoff, right? Oh yeah, who looks, and, who looks and who
2: looks and is also her character. Yeah.
0: Sorry, yeah, I got that mixed up. But That's yeah, okay. um, so good. Uh, yeah, thank you, thank you for forgiving me. <laughs> my...
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, on behalf of the Star Wars, Adam, I forgive oh, you. My
0: f- my favorite fan base. Um, <laughs> so what is she gonna do in this live action show? Or what can she add?
2: that's a g- this. good question because she's like a jedi i guess she's not technically a jedi anymore but she uses the force and knows the force and stuff so it have to do something something with baby yoda i'd assume um interesting yeah um, like maybe like i'm saying i'm thinking like bare minimum here maybe at the end of the show um mandalorian's like i can't i can't babysit no more I'm gonna have to give up this baby to somebody.
1: Or like, okay. Or could it be possible that like the Mandalorian acknowledges that baby Yoda needs someone to help them focus their force power?
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That isn't him. Yeah. He who gonna goofs? Who around. will
0: train Kylo Ren, <laughs>
2: He will ask. Oh, I know.
0: <laughs> and it brings it full circle? I don't I I I'm wondering if it's because right now it, it does sort of the show solidifies itself as being a post um return of the jedi mm. world yeah kind of um, the only thing that's
2: happening after that movie
0: yeah and I, I don't know if they want to address the 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 newer skywalker movies <laughs> the clone I clone in the room in that. <laughs> you know god i hope not <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but then uh i i'm yeah i'm just i'm curious how that's all going to play out. but the child is back like you said jacob that mm-hmm. is going to be another one of those. Uh, I'm curious because this is a standalone character that they've they've created that we know does not play a part in any of the later movies. Yeah. Well, the child. Does. I think I <laughs>
2: joked in the. Oh no! Don't speak of such things. I, think I joked in the, <laughs> the 80. about the first season that like Werner Herzog would adopt the baby and be like I'm going to name you Snoop
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's the final the final yeah. ends, credits roll yeah. on yeah. the
2: series
1: <laughs> 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 will the child speak in season two I
2: don't know it seems like he's gonna be a baby for a long time you think <laughs> <laughs> yeah he's already 50 years old can't even say anything yeah.
0: Well, uh, uh, like you said, there's only going to be eight episodes. Um, a lot of directors are returning. Uh, mm-hmm. John Favreau is doing it once again. Dave Filoni, Bryce Dallas Howard, and many more. Um, also, Robert Rodriguez, Robert Rodriguez. is going to be there. And Elise, I hope you're sitting down. Ant Man and Ant Man and the Wasp's very own Peyton. And Lee
1: you're right. Aw. I always get <laughs> will be instructed. Always get them confused with the football player. Peyton Manning. Oh. Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's close yeah. enough. There's yeah, only a couple of in the world. Uh,
1: don't
0: stop reading us uh, <laughs> football plays <laughs> yeah. and telling us... How, I mean, maybe direct an episode the same way. Uh, Carl Weathers but I'm, also
1: directing an episode. That's exciting.
0: They we'll let him do it. do it finally.
1: Yeah.
2: After all these years. What are, your, <laughs> um, what
1: are your excitement meters at for season two?
2: I mean, I'm really excited. I mean, what do you guys think about the first season? First, like I'm... Individually, it's the
0: it's the best thing Disney Plus has done since Mulan. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I mean, it's what else is there? I haven't seen Mulan. I, I
1: actually really like I the Disney behind the scenes uh, series a lot. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, like it felt like very like real. I guess like mm-hmm. that's something I definitely recommend to anybody who watched the show. It's like watch the like what's it, the Disney Gallery or whatever.
1: Yeah.
2: Things mm-hmm. just like a fun little round table
0: what about you Elise? you're gonna you're gonna what are, are you it's it's october 30th it's a friday night you got you got nothing you got i'm sorry you have everything in the world going on you got to get your halloween costume ready to put it on <laughs> For
2: all that trick-or-treating and, we'll be doing here in the uh, united yeah. states of america uh,
1: if i'm being honest that night i am playing dark pictures anthology little hope which comes out on october 30th um as do. So, <laughs> I'm, oh wow! So, I've been very excited for that. So maybe it, maybe it'd be the kind of thing where I could like play play some of that game and then watch an an episode of Mandalorian.
2: Yeah,
0: and as as uh, I believe they're gonna do, um, like they did with the first season, it is gonna premiere I believe week to week as opposed mm. to what we have all grown used to the binge model. Um, I wonder because they already did that and they they got people conditioned to that for the first season. If people are gonna review bomb it like they have been The Boys season two, which is doing a weekly release. <laughs> yeah. People are oh. upset. They can't
1: watch uh, eight hours of the boys in one night. There are so many other real things in the world to to be affronted by. <laughs>
2: yeah.
0: I, I I salute you if you if your life is going so well yeah. that the boys season 2 not being all released <laughs> at the same time is the worst thing going on in your life uh hats off to you Yeah I'm curious
2: but, um, how long the episodes are going to be um, cuz it seemed to vary quite yeah. a bit last season it seemed to yeah. just like be which as I, long as the episode needed
1: which I appreciate That,
2: that is a
0: trend that I hope Yeah, yeah I I hope can t- I hope that I I want shows to do this where Sometimes it can be a fifteen-minute episode, or it can be a forty-five-minute episode, or it can be an hour and a half. Like I, yeah, I like I like that idea that with the streaming format is like you don't have to produce for twenty-two minutes and you know to to allow eight minutes of commercials anymore. You and I, are you're seeing a little bit of that with Netflix and you know episodes of Stranger Things kind of just being all over the place. Yeah, but like do a two-minute Mando episode, just do it, <laughs> you, you cowards.
2: Yeah, and they. they... Uh, And talked about in that article, um, like the scale of the season being a lot more because a lot of the budget last season just was going to developing the technology to make the Mandalorian, which that's like another thing that gets highlighted in uh, that Disney gallery thing. It's just like how much work it took to just like create all their crazy LED screen walls and ceilings and stuff. And they're just making all that um, like virtual filmmaking technology work. So it seems like a lot of that was front-loaded since they had already done it, so they could just get straight to making the show. So I'm curious or to see how that plays out.
0: Give, give the fans more Moth, with their screaming yes. from the rooftops. Dark Sabers and Moths. Um, well, Elise, I'm I'm really sorry you're going to miss the first episode, but I'm hoping by next, the following week, we'll be able to talk about it.
1: Uh, I about. can do both. I can do both. Uh, I need to take the day off of work. <laughs>
0: Uh, uh, we're gonna we're gonna close the show out here very shortly but uh one thing i like to do every once in a while is just ask everyone uh what are you watching what's going on in your lives i know there's a a lot of stuff that has actually been coming out recently is there any uh shows or movies that you guys have any uh recommend that you can recommend to our (laughs) audience yeah it's these things that usually run at 24 frames per second they have a beginning middle and end typically uh has a cast of characters uh who are actors they they're actually not they are not the people they are portraying and the words (laughs) they are saying have usually been predetermined and they have been uh cut together in such a way that it it feels almost dreamlike but it's all happening in a way that your brain (laughs) can piece together there there are these crazy new inventions and (laughs) uh for some reason the first one that ever came out was a racist movie about the uh, the South. <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: speaking of racist uh, uh, things, uh, I have been watching Lovecraft Country. Um, I haven't watched show. the most recent episode. I just remembered right now. Um, but Yeah, Elise, I least you you, you recommended that?
0: that. Yeah, it's, you were you were recommending that to me. It's great, great show. It's
1: great.
2: Yeah, it's, yeah. that's really cool. It's,
0: I I was surprised, and tell me if I'm at I'm, I'm stepping out of line here. There are actors on this planet. Who do not age we have our Paul Rudds our Keanu Reeves Tony Goldwyn does not get the love he deserves and if you're <laughs> wondering who that is just search your memory bank and remember the hit movie Ghost and that <laughs> bad guy who gets dragged away by ghosts which scared me end. so
1: much when I was a kid it scared me so much it's a nightmare um. uh, he
0: is also the voice of Tarzan but he, oh, he's wow. kind of a no. He's he's sort of like it's a that guy kind of actor. But he's in Lovecraft Country episode two, and like that's about it. Yep. And <laughs> the man, the man looks amazing. Evil never dies. And I was like, this guy, he is. Uh, I guess he is evil. Yeah, Tarzan, yeah. the most evil <laughs> Disney character. I didn't realize he was
2: in the voice of Tarzan. Good for him, getting that <laughs> Disney work. I,
0: you do you want to know why I know that?
2: yes I'll tell you because
0: <laughs> i obsessed over the game kingdom hearts when it came out when i was in high school and i looked up all if they if they got all the voice actors and i'm like wow they got the voice of tarzan does he talk
1: i don't <laughs> I've remember never seen tarzan but really, really? Fun. yeah it was it's, fun, yeah.
0: it's fine it's it's a it's a weird movie cuz it's when disney started kind of experimenting with animation styles and using more computer graphics mm-hmm. I, I think the hunchback and Pocahontas probably looked the in Hercules, I think, look the weirdest.
1: Yeah. Tarzan, I think, is when they kind of figured yeah there,
0: Tarzan, I think they figured
2: it there out. There
1: was kind of that like downturn after Howard Ashman died where mm. Yeah, know, the movie's coming in. But
2: Um uh, I, I, was, I was gonna bring something else up. Don't remember what it was. Well, think,
0: think, think on that. I'll come back to you because oh, yeah. I think you want it. Lisa always has I, my favorite. I watched too much
1: stuff and I don't even know if this is a recommendation because I'm not deep enough into it yet. I'm just going to talk about it for the sake of talking about it because I haven't heard it come up elsewhere, sure. but I watched the first episode of away the Netflix, the new Netflix series with Hillary Swank. Uh, and the, the mm. basic premise is that her and her husband have both been astronauts that have been training for an international mission to Mars. You know the, the attempt to like colonize Mars, right? Essentially, mm-hmm. uh, they're, no, they're going to sure. go for three years, and then they're and then they'll be back theoretically. They have a 50 percent chance of surviving yeah. this mission mission oh, and coming wow. back home. But her husband, much mm-hmm. like Gary Sinise in Apollo thirteen, has a medical condition that prevents him from going and leading this crew. So Hillary Swank ends up being the leader. And you know there's a there's a uh, an astronaut from China. There's an astronaut from Russia on board. India like they they kind of it's it's its a global uh, mission that NASA organizes and says mm-hmm. like we need to do this and so there's already like a little bit of politics and and friction there and then uh it's it's like interesting I I don't know if mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep watching it or if it's actual mm. like the first episode <laughs> was fine and I'm like okay I'm curious but uh I don't know we'll see mm um i didn't hear that that
2: sounds fun
0: i i accidentally caught a rerun of the original 1995 jumanji that movie is a nightmare and i love it uh it is it is it was made at a time when we weren't afraid to scare children (laughs) we weren't
1: sure about cg yet (laughs) yeah we were figuring (laughs) somebody was sure is that
0: some of it still looks really good and some of it is a little rough but i for i forgot how scary that movie is and how it's almost a horror film um and i i there it has its own lore that i like it's weird it's a weird movie and um you know originally it was just kind of a one-off before they ruined it by making zathura
2: i, know, I was about to say i was I'm, I'm this is way uh i was too young at the time i was a thorough baby also by john yeah. favreau
1: so have you seen Jumanji Jacob?
2: I've seen Jumanji, yeah, but I was a light blue okay. on it.
0: No, no, it's, yeah, it's, it, it came out of nowhere. And then there was a Harry Potter marathon on the other day. Oh, so kind of, <laughs> oh kind solid. Of watching. I remember. Hence why, hence why I remember. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Gryffindor sword. And oh, sorry. What was your other recommendation? Jared? Oh,
2: there's this, uh, um, anime on Netflix. We started watching. It's called the great pretender. Um, mm-hmm. and it's, it's really good. It's kind of like this ocean's style heist oh. premise and it's like really cool looking i think it's like the studio to attack on titan or something oh um but like it's really pretty to look at and it's just a fun show like the humor is good it's like a show that i think would still be good even if it wasn't anime like i think that's just a okay. good sign of a like a good anime is like if it's the only thing anime about it is like the visual style
1: is it newer um, okay. I'm
2: yes it is newer i Good credits too. Favorite it, credit scene in a in an anime, because it's just Freddie Mercury's song The Great Pretender, but with little kitties instead.
0: Uh has anyone watched Raised by Wolves yet? I've heard
1: No, of- I was gonna wolves. ask uh, but I've heard, heard the first episode. Which like it was good. You mm. know, I, I love the mil the robot yeah. milk blood. I I will always Ooh. love that Ripley's, uh, Ridley Scott uh was like I'm going to establish robot milk blood yeah. and I'm going to do it forever. <laughs> yep. Oh,
2: so, wonderful.
0: Yeah, that that's his signature. Maybe he wakes up every morning and he drinks his robot milk blood. Yeah. I have a and, uh for those who don't know, I guess it started with Alien, right? And it's just mm. been in every other every other yeah. Ridley Scott movie. I
1: I yeah. have a, a, a Ridley Scott like uh Spectrum where like on one side he's Ridley Scott and on the other Scotty's he's Scotty Riddles. And it's like if he <laughs> if he goes too wacky on his own juice, then he's he's Scotty Riddles. And it didn't hit like Scotty <laughs> oh, Riddles territory for me yet. Um mm-hmm. but
0: it just depends if he got his milk that
1: week. Yeah. Or not. yeah you <laughs> think
2: whenever he pours a bowl of cereal, he's
0: like <laughs> Oh, it, it may, grosses may, me out. I know he's I know he's getting older, but I, I wonder if that's one of those things where he's like, what if in this scene there's like a like blood like what would robot blood look, look, look like milk and the guy who's been working with him for 45 years goes let's do it again yeah. okay uh he's got a, he just has it in a refrigerator <laughs> ready to go he's just pour, he's pouring it in some german actor's mouth yeah. and here like, michael fassbender
2: is... put this yeah. in your clothes I'll do, waterboarding people I'll do it for riddles milk. yeah <laughs> let's fill these squibs anyway. with milk
0: <laughs> <laughs> well thank you guys for coming on and talking about the highs and all the lows going on in the uh our favorite little film industry that just refuses to give up and i i think that's great i think they should make a movie about hollywood so that hollywood
1: it, land starring ben better. affleck yeah
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. so it, feel, it feels better about himself where ben affleck plays a superman type character george reeves he he, yeah, he just he plays george an actor reeves. playing I, i remember in the flashback so that is it for our show thank you everyone for watching and listening and thanks to boba fett for coming on the show
1: Dun. i still listen to that i listen to that <laughs> theme song all the time
0: we gotta go thank you everyone i'll we'll see you next time